0: wow intro. Take one.
1: Hello, HTWOW listeners. Thank you for tuning in to the November 2018 episode, HTWOW number 17. We have lots of good stuff to bring you. It's a uh, live on location show from the hill country of Texas. We are going to bring you uh, some Nine Inch Nails and Jesus and Mary Chain tunes to preview the big uh, double bill two nights at the Toyota Music Factory in Irving. Um, But first of all, we want to talk to you about following this podcast and kind of a fun new development that uh, we probably should have done a long time ago, but we uh, just now got around to doing. First of all, HTWOW Podcast Archive can be found at oldwaver.com Eventually, we will reboot that website and it'll be even more kick-ass. But for right now, it is what it is. If you click on the podcast link at the top, um, then you can see all 17 episodes now of HTWOW and you can go back and listen uh, and uh, send your favorite episodes to your friends, uh, write your pastor about it, whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay. Uh, but then... Also, something fun if you don't like necessarily hearing us talk, if you just like the music, uh, we set up a Spotify playlist. So if you search Old Waver or HTWOW on Spotify, maybe one day the podcast itself will be on Spotify. But for right now, we have a playlist on Spotify that has like 95% of the tunes that we have ever played on the podcast. There's a playlist. Uh, not just of the tunes that we have highlighted during the show, but also the tunes that we have uh, had our sing-along intro and outro. So, a lot of classic tunes that are in the uh, the playlist uh, because they were our intro-outro music. And so, uh, honestly, I've been listening to... It's, it's kind of like our own little radio station. I... I just hit shuffle on that, and uh, I it, it's got a good mix of tunes. Honestly. I enjoy
0: it. It's, I'm so, su- I'm like you said, I'm surprised that this has just now come up. I know, and we thanks sh- to one of our listeners, yeah. For- we should
1: have done it a long time ago, but one of our listeners said, Hey, can you do a, a Spotify playlist of all your stuff? And I said, You know what? Uh, I will do that one day. And then I decided to do it that day because I had a little bit of time and it really was uh, pretty painless to do. And like I said, it's great. It's a great uh, mix of tunes because we do have a great cross section of genres and eras. Uh, We've listened to a lot of great stuff over the course of 17 episodes. So uh, search us out on Spotify, search us out on iTunes, search us out on the Google. And thank you for being an HTWOW P1. We love you that was great
0: what's in the category of vermin
1: i don't know like squirrels and possums and rats and mm-hmm. mice mm. and uh i don't know what else chipmunks ram deer no ram ram deer those are larger <laughs> than vermin those are those are hooved animals number 17 a very special episode if it sounds different that's because it is different
0: that's good Dave
1: I just wrote that
0: (laughs) that was fantastic
1: yes we are uh, not in our usual location Toby and I both hit the road for this particular podcast first road show first road show hopefully of many we'll see and first guest Yes, we do have a guest. He's promised to uh, keep his contributions to a minimum because (laughs) he knows what people are here for. They're here for Toby and they're here for Dave. Is Mm -hmm. this true? Yes. But yes, we are uh, guests of our guest. He is Taylor Tatch. Hello. He's... been in a million bands. He was what a producer of the year for the Fort Worth Weekly last year or something yes, like that. Yes, This year I was some um, made up category. Toby's won it too. Yes. I won it too. I got a tambourine. <laughs> what did you get? I got a sex panther. Oh, it's a nice little trophy. It looks just like the sex panther.
0: We used ours at the end of uh, shows. That's the tambourine. It's, oh, really? That's our
1: award. Oh, that, that's the that's the special Fort Worth Weekly Calhoun <laughs> award. Yeah. Wow. Well, yes, if you have listened to previous podcasts, then you have heard the Fort Worth Weekly tambourine.
0: From whatever year that (laughs) was. From whatever year that was.
1: Uh, But yes, uh, we are at Taylor's Audio Style Studio, smack in the hill country, way in the boonies. What did you think of that drive-in? Drip and spryings. Well, I, I... I, we had talked about, uh, my hill country vacation back in, uh, like June or July. And I had tried to hook up with Taylor at that time. And we just couldn't make our schedules match up.
0: Where did you go again? I can't remember. We
1: were uh, we were just down the road uh, in uh, Lake Lake Travis, Spicewood right? Springs, that's and, right. and then Lakeway. We went to run a boat at Lakeway. How far is that from here, Tash? Oh, it's not very far. It's about thirty minutes. Oh, that's kind of well. But everything I mean, in yeah. the Hill Country is thirty minutes. Well, away Well, that's the way it I really felt is. about DFW when I lived there too. It's like to it's get true. anywhere, you know. So here, I I have a thirty minute drive, but I have scenery. Yes. So if uh, if you want to cut a record or a spoken word album, then go to what is it? audiostyles.gov. Uh Aaron Claussen, our friend Aaron Claussen is actually building up a a, a website. So for you, yeah, so you'll yeah, be for me. So, yeah, so right now it's just like Instagram and Facebook and all oh, that so stuff. Oh, so you don't even have a I don't, a, don't have a proper, proper website right now. All right. Well, um, He's all Tube. <laughs> then, well, then it's it's mostly been word of mouth, you know, which then, are, then, which uh, is the way I like it too. Then Google audio styles and hope that you find it. <laughs> you can find some sweet pics. <laughs> yeah, so we are in a, we are in Dripping Springs, and the uh, the drive out here was extremely scenic. I have I have a love hate relationship with the hill country two lane road. Like it's 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 beautiful. I love it, especially if it's during the day, mm-hmm. but. Once it, once the sun goes down, I'm scared to death that I'm going to mow over a deer, or somebody's going to cross over the double white or double yellow line into my lane, and I'll die in a head-on collision. The deer thing is real. Like you know, there's lots of deer out here, and they they are fearless of cars. For some, one actually hit my car as I was driving. I saw it coming out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, "Don't run in front of me!" And he ran into the side of me. Like Not, he headbutted you? Yeah. There's a big dent in the side of my car from a deer running a into dick. me. I know. I hope like he died. like a
0: like a ram deer.
1: Yeah. So did you slam you locked him up and got your shotgun out? <laughs> Man, I'm just hoping that he died, you know, anyways. So do you uh, are you territorial about your uh, your land out here? Like, like, do you have... A, I didn't see a sign at the gate that, like, you know, shoot on sight or no trespassing or anything like that. There are that. those folks here, right. but... I mean, I guess I'm territorial, but, you know, it's... But surely you've, like, I killed... Don't, surely you've yeah. killed snakes or vermin or something out on your property, right? No. No, I mean, me and my wife are pretty... Uh, you know, we're kind to the animals. When you're, we find you're a spider, pacifists. we are. When we find a spider in the house, we get the kids and we get a little piece of paper and we take the spider outside.
0: What's in the category of vermin?
1: I don't know, like squirrels and possums and rats and mm-hmm. mice, mm. and uh, I don't know what else—chipmunks, ram deer. No, ram ram deer. Those are larger <laughs> than vermin. Those are those are hooved animals. Hooved. Yes. Yeah, so. Um, it is beautiful, beautiful nature. We're usually uh, recording the pod in the suburbs of College Station, and now we are deep in the woods of the hill country. And uh, Thank we'll you for coming. S- we'll see how this goes. Thank you for having us. Yes, you have built a, uh, a pretty uh, incredible studio, a giant live room in there. You could probably fit like a uh, like a 20-piece orchestra in there. Yeah. Have you been in house proper yet? No, I have not. Yeah, Is he's it, got he's man. got a mid century crib that overlooks the valley. You
0: got to see the view. By I the time know. we're done, it might be dark. You won't be able to. Maybe we'll take a break in a minute, and then you can explain. No, we don't take breaks. The beauty of the <laughs> hill country to everyone that's.
1: But yes, if you're, uh, I mean, obviously you're probably in Texas if you listen to this. But we're, I mean, we're quickly going man, national we are and worldwide. global. Did you see the Johnny Marr stuff? Yeah, Johnny Marr liked uh, my post about the pod last month. So, I mean. <laughs> Thanks for uh, following us yeah. before we were big time. Now we're big time, and uh,
0: now we're huge, and everyone's yeah. We don't to... need
1: you anymore, but you know, if you can keep listening if you want.
0: Thanks to the Noisy Pod guys again.
1: Yeah, that yeah. was very nice. Sweet, sweet gentlemen, the Noisy Pod guys. Even if they are Man City fans. <laughs> Thanks for calling me for that uh, Johnny Marr show here. I, that was another one I just couldn't make. I really, really wanted to. I'm a huge Johnny the Austin Marr one? one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did see if you wanted to join me. I know. And, you, and you had you were you had a bake sale I, or something. <laughs> no, I had a band here. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do: is I record bands here. So Has there been the a weekends. band called
0: Bake Sale? There no, should be. Th- there is there now. Sh-
1: there should be. That's our new band. I thought it was the False Flags.
0: Well, the three of us have a different new band. Oh,
1: we have, we, okay. We're going to start a different new band. Called <laughs> Bake Sale. <laughs> Bake Sale. You're All the right. drummer. So if you've never listened to Wow before, High T with Old Waver, uh, Toby is High Tea. He can also be found on uh, the Twitter, at Toby Pipes. I am Dave Lane, uh, also known as Old Waver. You can find me on Twitter, at Old Waver. Uh, and uh, what's your Twitter handle? Do you want to give out your Twitter handle, Tatch? i'm not on twitter oh geez it's okay Okay, so he's not on the web and he's not on twitter uh but he's really relevant guys he's got a huge following his whole existence is a throwback thing that's why it's
0: all tape that's why we're on tape right now (laughs) yeah he's got
1: the big the the big analog deck Uh and the analog tape recorders so yeah if you want to go old school with your band this is Mm -hmm. the place to record and so Straight to wax <laughs> but No no Twitter sorry, Yeah guys. No Twitter Okay so uh, b- Before I get to The, the brief story About uh, my interaction With Taylor Over the weekend <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god Um <laughs> so, yes, uh, HT Wow is a uh, song swap and a beer swap. So let's, uh, let's just get that formatic bit of business out of the way. So mm-hmm. uh, each of us bring three songs. Uh, I bring three songs. Toby brings three songs. I bring a beer. Toby brings a beer. And uh, we have a little bit of a different show this time in that uh, we're doing a kind of a concert preview. We did this uh, around this time last year. We previewed the uh, Depeche Mode uh, show at uh, whatever the hell it is now, Dos Equis Pavilion.
0: Is it Dos Equis? It's,
1: it's now Dos Equis Pavilion. <laughs> Pillsbury Pavilion. Wow. And then we also, uh, there was also a Front 242 show that was going on at Granada around the same time, like the same weekend. That's so good. we, we it, it wasn't a proper HTWOW episode in that it was a bonus episode. It wasn't one of our monthly episodes. We uh, decided probably uh, ill-advised but we decided to record two podcasts one month. Remember yeah, that? that
0: was tough that was like tough. we
1: were recorded one one day and then we recorded the other one the next day and we had like next to nothing the next day We did it for the fans. We did it for the fans So that Depeche mode uh, front 242 preview show uh, was kind of uh, a, an outlier. But this is, this is a proper episode. This is the November episode, but it is also themed in that we are previewing a big two-night set uh-huh. that uh, Nine Inch Nails with their special guests' uh, openers, Jesus and Mary Chain, at the uh, new Toyota Music Factory in Irving. And mm-hmm. Well, this is actually our third one. Oh, well, we did we did try and pump up Zymox, Zymox. But that wasn't a whole episode. That was just a couple songs. Well, we just we you worked it into an many. episode.
0: But all three bands, well, I guess four bands needed us to sell tickets. Yes. So that's why
1: we're here. Yeah. Um, you know, when you do two shows in one city, you're really asking a lot. I mean, you're you're hoping that there are super fans that are going to buy tickets to both nights. Mhm. Uh, and you're hoping there's word of mouth that will help you uh, sell out both shows, and then when you don't, then you need to call in the big guns. And like here we are, like influencers, like HTL. we're top influencers. We are. We, uh, if you look at uh, a graph of Dallas-Fort Worth influencers, I love graphs. We are on there. We're on it. I mean, somewhere. Somewhere where the line gets crooked. Yeah. Um.
0: Are you gonna revisit your uh uh how you got the tickets after the song? Because I, I feel yeah,
1: we'll we'll talk. We can talk about that later. Because yes, uh, I I think I talked about it on a previous pod. But it'd be good to revisit. Yeah, we need how stuff I, to ob- talk about. How I obtained these Nine Inch Nails, Jesus and Mary Chain tickets, and uh, I guess what I should probably demand and expect in payment from those who are going to accompany me to the show. Mm-hmm. We'll negotiate that later. Uh, But yeah, so that's uh, kind of the theme of this episode. Um, And before we get to the tunes, I did want to talk about uh, a little bit more about the frontier life out in the hill country with uh, Taylor Tatch. Yes. So, um, and we'll talk about uh, our big night in Fort Worth uh, partying with Calhoun uh, a little bit later in the show. But I saw Taylor because Taylor is uh, kind of... um, Semi-permanent fill-in guitar player for Calhoun. Yes, one of the guitar players lives in uh, Hawaii. Yeah, so, now, that, now that Jordan is uh, he's off the grid in Hawaii. <laughs> we have uh, Taylor taking over his duties uh, most of the time. And so there was a gig in Fort Worth the other night. And I saw Taylor, and we were talking about doing this episode at his studio. And... Uh, and so there, there's a big Monday night football game on tonight, and uh, I was like, "Yeah, it'll be great. We can record the episode, then we can watch football." And he had this really <laughs> panicked look on his face. I know, I've seen it. And it, like, I, like he was really letting me down. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I don't have a TV."
0: I know because they—it's all tube out here, bro. It's all tube. Too- <laughs> They—they don't they instead of tv they just tell each other stories and draw pictures
1: right yeah it, it is like the uh, the 19th century out uh-huh. here it really is he said yeah i have i think i he said i think i have a tv in the garage um i'll i'll have to see if i can plug it in mm-hmm. and so i said you know what I'll handle it.
0: Yeah, for the kids' birthdays, they get to watch like cat videos on YouTube, and then that's it. But only right. for like thirty minutes. No,
1: we have a computer. We just don't have an actual TV. And no, oh, so, they, they, get, so they get screen time on the computer. Yes. How yes. much do they get? Like five seconds of screen time a day. They get screen time while we're making while we're making dinner.
0: Wow, I thought that was going to go a different direction
1: <laughs> for a second. Hill country. <laughs> Might get screen time then, too. Oh, Lee. I feel bad for your kids. They're they're being robbed of their childhood. All they want is candy and TV, and I'm here to change that. Yeah, so there's no TV at Audio Styles when you're considering booking Audio Styles. There's no no TV. TV. Because I brought a TV, and I brought my Roku, so we can... Man, we can set
0: things up. I'm set up for it, too. I'm ready. Yeah. I had backup. Yeah, when,
1: we when, have we have backups and more backups. But uh, let's talk quickly about my beer. I don't know how you guys are feeling about this one. I uh, chose a uh, beer from Bitter Sisters. I've had, I think they're IPA. I think they're from uh, Oklahoma, I believe. It says
0: brewed in Texas. Oh, born in Oklahoma, brewed in Texas. Okay,
1: yeah. And this oh, is... Oh, jeez, it's uh, 12... No, it's it's, it's, 10, it's ten to fourteen percent. That's a of, sliding just, scale. Just kind of depends on what you get, but this is a uh, Belgian triple. It's called Family Trip, and it's got a uh, a little uh, like Winnebago thing, a little camper, and I thought that was appropriate since we're out in the hill country in the boonies. Mm-hmm. It's right. a long way down the holiday road. That's exactly what I was thinking. But our triple mm-hmm. makes it as good as gold. Name, With a fruity start and a clean finish. Are we there yet? And Damn the right we you, are. Damn right. So, yes. Um, uh, you know what? It is good. Family it's
0: good. trip. It's better I like it. than the one you brought last
1: time. You didn't like more cowbell? It was okay. I liked it. As much as I love listening to the, the pod, Yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes when you know, break out the chocolate beer with a lock, I'm like, man, I'm glad I'm not really there drinking that. Well, uh, this, how are you feeling about this one, though? This is delicious. Yeah, this, this is a this good one's choice. Good. Because I, I generally do enjoy the Belgian-style triple, the chemise and uh, other stuff Me like too. that. You
0: know what? The cowbell wasn't too bad. It's It was, it a was a the one IPA. before that.
1: Oh, the, yeah. I forget what that was. The one yeah, where
0: that. you got sick in a corner. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that was from the rancid crackberry. All right, so yes, bitter sisters family trip. Uh, it'll uh, because it has the variable alcohol content of 10 to 14 percent. We will uh, be 10 to 14 percent more drunk here in about wait to 15 uh, minutes. Never know to what you're going to get. The,
0: the game on a ham radio later <laughs> when we're all tanked. <laughs> I do have internet. It's a it's like we're not in horse and buggy out man, here. Those poor dogs are just on one of those treadmills just cranking electricity out so we can do the pod.
2: That's
1: that's a good idea, man. <laughs> Melvin. He's, he's just got a, a, a little wheel in the yeah, crick. He's just going, uh-huh. It's just going it's just going real wheel. slow. Real we slow. We just keep
0: getting surges. If you hear the volume kinda of
1: go in and out, it's because of yeah. the all right, so let's uh, let's roll a song and uh, get this thing started. Um, as I said, this is a, a Nine Inch Nails, Jesus and Mary Chain specific episode. So if those two bands don't interest you, then just go ahead and turn it off.
0: You know, it was nice that I didn't. I don't have a theme this time. I mean, this is a theme, but I don't have a a full thing like a, a project.
1: Like, you were, like you were a, just you were getting tired. Yeah, I was getting tired <laughs> of my a lot research of work. projects. <laughs> You My, know, I, yeah. it's, good, it's, points. Good, it's good for Toby to be able to recharge his batteries every yeah. once in a while. Yeah.
0: I'm exhausted.
1: <laughs> He's you so a hard. lot going on. <sighs> Poor guy.
0: I know, right?
1: Yeah, so uh, I handled, with uh, with help from the, the fellas here, I handled the Nine Inch Nails half of the podcast, and uh, Toby handled the Jesus and Mary chain half. So we're going to start with Nine Inch Nails, and we're going to kind of go chronologically. And we're going to start with... Uh, Pretty hate machine, obviously, and we were going through uh, trying to pick the tune. And well of you cor-
0: didn't! You didn't pick the main hit.
1: No, I, no. Obviously, I mean, there was a uh, uh, down in it was the very first. Single mm-hmm. and then head like a hole was what totally blew up and uh, was huge and kind of put them on the map There's also terrible lie.
0: Yeah, when you were going through the tunes, you forget that this album
1: god, it's huge I mean, um, and then and then there's uh, sanctified. That's what I get mm-hmm. There's so many tunes and I also was looking up uh set lists for this tour and there's a lot of uh, of pretty hate machine that's showing up on the set lists Uh, But the one that we ended up picking was, I believe it was the uh, third or fourth single off of the record. It was not a huge hit, but it is a super synth poppy jam. And, uh, you know, we didn't want to dive headlong into, like, shreddy uh, Guitari industrial nine inch nails. They start to
0: blend together a little.
1: Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah, you because know, Trent Reznor has kind of uh, had a, many different phases, uh, but this was uh, more of his uh, his on the keyboardy side. Yeah, of early
0: wh- Ministry phase.
1: Yeah, this is this is kind of like the keyboardy half of Pretty Hate Machine. So we're gonna play uh, track two off of side two off of vinyl. We're doing a lot of vinyl. We're doing today. a lot of vinyl today. This one. It's the only thing you can play at Dutch's house. This one is entitled. God
0: you have to man, crank it up guys. like a Victor. What do you call those Vitrola? things? Victrola. Oh, yeah.
1: Victrola. Yeah. Do we have a mic? Right. We have to move the, the dog out of the way and put no, the mic right we gotta, into the cone. We got to hook the dog up to the Victrola so that it runs.
0: <laughs> crank it up like a Model T. Yeah. All
1: right. So let's uh, let's crank up the Model T and listen to Sin. <laughs> listen to Sin. h <laughs> Guys remember that jam, right? Yeah,
0: they were. He was so young and filled with angst.
1: Yeah, he's he's very sexually charged, too.
0: You know, remember, um, I, we were talking about before that, uh, that I've already discussed my first Nine Inch Nails viewing.
1: Yeah, who was he opening up for?
0: Peter Murphy at the University of Houston. Was this 89, 90? Um, golly,
1: no, this was, uh, When did this record come out? Um, Pretty Hate Machine came out... October of 89. Really? Yeah. I would have thought earlier than that, but, um, yeah. So, was it even before the record came out, or...
0: It was definitely during the the big single, the Head Like a Hole, because that was in all the Houston clubs, so people were excited. Okay, yeah, because Head Like a
1: Hole came out in uh, March of '90.
0: Yeah, he looked so young when they were doing this, and so punky, crazy, nutso on stage. But they were great. I, I can I can see. Do, are you looking on the wiki right now? Yeah. Do you happen to see how many records were <laughs> sold of this?
1: Oh, of uh, Pretty Hate Machine? Yeah, it has to be, just... Pretty Hate Machine was certified gold uh, March 3rd, 92. Two after, two after, two after, two years. <laughs> after. <laughs> did, you, right. did,
0: you, did you just get stuck in a loop? Man, Bitter Springs, <laughs> yeah. or Sisters, what are they yeah. called? Bitter,
1: bitter, bitter <laughs> Sisters. Man,
0: they just reached up and grabbed us. Yeah. Uh, Pretty Hate Machine so, was
1: certified gold uh, two years after the album's initial release. Three years later, it became one of the first (laughs) independently released records to attain (laughs) platinum certification, and it eventually garnered triple platinum in May 2003.
0: That's a a pretty big record.
1: Yeah, it peaked at number 75 upon its release in the Billboard 200. That'll help you buy a morgue in New Orleans. (laughs) Is that what he has?
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we
1: we need to get into... uh, the, the latter day career of Trent Reznor later because uh, I mean he is he is uh, one of the geniuses as far as figuring out how to print money man he, he's done well he has done well um, so he set up this uh, this tour it's uh, called Cold Black and Infinite mm-hmm. the name of this tour and uh, they just put out a a uh, an EP over the summer called "Bad Witch."
0: Oh yeah, and you you had a we had a show about Bad Witch, right? No
1: no no, we had a show. Um, man, we had a sh- we played last summer because uh, they've done all they've done are uh, EPs over the last few years. Makes sense. In 2016, came out with an EP entitled "Not the Actual Events." Then in July of 2017, there was the EP Add Violence, which uh, we we did a song off of that uh, last year, one of our very uh, early HTWOW episodes. Mm-hmm. And then Bad Witch uh, came out this past summer. And uh, we'll get into some, uh, some later Nine Inch Nails stuff um, later in the pod. But he made the conscious uh, decision to... Uh, Bring Jesus and Mary Chain on the road with him He could have picked anybody
0: It was a really good move
1: It's a good choice When
0: you were in line for the tickets Did you see a lot of uh, How how do you feel Can you tell the difference between a Jesus and Mary Chain fan And a Nine Inch Nails Yes I mean I'm guessing there's a lot of black t-shirts and. Yeah
1: yeah, We can talk about that experience later But I will tell you that For the most part I felt like I had nothing in common With most of the people in line (laughs) Because I think most of your hardcore Nine Inch Nails fans are more of your kind of uh, industrial metal fans, right? Has this
0: tour been going on, or is, or is Dallas an early date? No, 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 it's
1: been going on. Okay, yeah, All right. yeah. we're uh, I, I, we're a handful of dates in. Okay, so yeah. it's pretty. Early I think they on kicked on. off in Chicago, maybe. I don't know. That but, would make sense sure. But uh, yeah by the time they, they get to Irving At Toyota Music Factory It'll be uh, you know a month or two into the tour Have you done the Toyota? I have um, I saw Wilco there And Maybe one other show I can't even remember I, I've they're, heard that
0: they've worked the sound out they're, Yeah
1: they're still They're still working the kinks out I, I didn't like it The first time but I've heard that it's gotten better. So yeah. we'll see. And now since
0: they need us to help them
1: sell tickets, right, we should probably yeah. talk. Yeah, really now, nice it's it. now it's great. Now it's great. It's the
0: best live, the venue, best live venue in Dallas-Fort Worth. Well, good. Um, uh, how many people is that?
1: Does it hold?
0: Um, yeah, because they're doing two nights. So I'm
1: guessing it's... Um, I mean, well, does that, it
0: look like the Dos Smirnov? Smirnoff? Uh,
1: yeah, so what they... The, the difference is, is that at Toyota Music Factory, they can close off the uh, the outside so it can be just a uh, like a 5,000 seat room-hmm and on the floor for this show it's standing room but they also will do shows where they'll they'll have like the folding chairs uh, on the floor do we have seats we have standing room we're, oh, we're in the pit God. Bro. we're in the pit bro I'm out all right I can't so, do uh, that
0: that's insane it's so <sighs> Does that mean we're going to have to get there early and there will be people around us?
1: Yes. I'm really sorry. They didn't have luxury boxes available. I bet they do.
0: You just didn't look.
1: They weren't available after I spent five hours in line. <laughs> I didn't ask. <laughs> with
0: a bunch of people that were looking at you yeah, like, what's the
1: deal with this guy? Wearing their Avenged Sevenfold concert <laughs> tees. Look at
0: this guy that works for
1: Ticketmaster. <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, they, they it can be like a 5,000 seat room And then they can also open up uh, the doors at the back And then they have a lawn like doseki's mm-hmm. Pavilion And then maybe it's like, you know, I don't know, 10,000 So these will,
0: it'll definitely be opened up I don't because, think so don't, Oh, really? I don't think so You have to contain the smoke machine
1: <laughs> Right, yeah So they're going to close that up Yeah, they're going to close it up <laughs> Yeah, so, but, I mean, I would not have stayed in line for five hours had it just been Nine Inch Nails, because I certainly I enjoy Nine Inch Nails. Pretty Hate Machine is a, a tremendous, especially for a debut record, incredible record. I love that record to this day, but I'm not a huge Nine Inch Nails fan from that point forward. I've just, you know, I know the hits, I, I've, I have a spotty interest, but the fact that Jesus and Mary Chain is the opener made, that, it, sold made it, it. that made it worthwhile for me to stand in line and it made it worthwhile for you to be interested in going. Right. So let's uh, switch over to the Toby curated Jesus and Mary Chain selections.
0: I'm glad you let me pick. I felt like you could have easily have picked these.
1: I, but I, I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to step on your toes because I feel like you are uh, a far bigger Jesus and Mary Chain fan than, than even I am.
0: Well, this is another thing that I think we might have talked about, but people don't listen to every episode, so I think we're okay. Right. When was your first uh, Jesus and Mary chain? Someone said, hey, check this out.
1: Man, you know what? I think when I was in high school, maybe even junior high, I somehow got a cassette of uh, Barbed Wire Kisses, the, like the Singles and B-Sides collection. Okay. And so that was, I think, my first exposure to Jesus and Mary Chain. And, you know, I knew it was cool. I knew that they looked cool. Yeah. But I also really didn't understand all the feedback and really was confused. Like, I, I thought that I should like it, but I didn't know if I did.
0: Yeah, it was definitely my first listen was a life changing. You know, I went from uh, when you get to when I got to junior high, I went from a Van Halen, uh, Journey, Genesis, all that kind of stuff, Boston, right. and then all of a sudden I heard my first Depeche Mode,
1: Yaz, all all of those things. So that was life changing. Right. I mean, I I think I I think I heard Jesus and Mary Chain before. Really, uh, like New Order and Depeche Mode. Oh, you heard that first? Yeah, because it was because it was guitar oriented, okay. and I don't know who told me about it or how I even found it, but I do remember having that cassette and listening to it. I mean, like I even had a, uh, I even had a cassette of like a Joy Division closer. Wow, wow. you know, That's because awesome. because it was. You know, it was stuff that I I had heard about, and I thought, I need to listen to this, and then at the time, I didn't get it, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It took time for my my taste to grow and mature, and then I eventually went back and rediscovered all that stuff. Yeah. But at the time, I didn't get it.
0: Yeah. Well, Jesus and Mary Chain was a second life-changing music thing for me, because I was a freshman in high school, and I was in a journalism class. Which, you know, how the, you put out the paper or the whatever all that is. So any, gra- any like, seniors could be with freshmen in a class, right? Right. So we had this teacher named Miss Kaiser, and she was really nice. Her name was Bambi Kaiser. Bambi? She was everyone's, you know, she's the cool... If you're the journalism teacher, you're the cool teacher, right? Yeah. So you, you remember those old cassette players? Tatch probably has one here. You know that it has the buttons on the bottom but one speaker? Yeah. And you put the cassette yeah. in oh, that yeah. thing,
1: like a dicta- dictaphone thing. Yeah.
0: Oh, what? yeah. <laughs> so she uh, <laughs> she <laughs> uh, thought whoops. it was cool that they would uh, that she would let us listen to music during class when uh-huh. we were working on stuff, but she was you know she's from the '70s, so she would play stuff like the Eagles, and for you know new wave T.
1: So you brought a Jesus Mary chain cassette to class?
0: No, this is the deal. So we're always listening to music like that and it was head caving for me. Like I I can kinda get the eagles a little bit more now. Right. But at the time
1: Easy listening at the time.
0: Not my jam. Right. At all. You know, synth me was not digging the Eagles, but I thought it was cool we get to listen to music. So the teacher leaves class for a while, and this guy that's a senior in high school, it's a friend of my brother's, because when I was a freshman, Todd was a senior, so this is one of his buddies, comes over and goes, Hey man, I know you're into this kind of music. <laughs> have, you, uh, have you ever heard this? And he had a cassette of Psycho Candy, and I was like, I think I know who that is, but I haven't heard any of this yet. And he goes, Let's play this for the, for the class.
1: How'd that go over?
0: It didn't go over great for the class, but it freaked me out. It was immediate. I mean, because of the first song, right? So I, uh, I just tripped out and was. It was a moment I'll never forget. The first Psycho Candy listen. So yeah, the uh,
1: first song is just like Honey.
0: Yeah. So it, you know, and that's their hit off this one. Right. But man, I thought it was the coolest thing ever, especially being so synth heavy. Now there's, you know, there were the Smiths and stuff like that, and Joy Division, but this was guitar crazy, you know, feedback insanity. So I just loved it. And, you know, that's one thing where you're listening to it in your room and your parents are like, what's that? And you're like, it's a band called Jesus and Mary Chain.
1: <laughs> that's a hard sell.
0: Yeah. But uh, I loved it.
1: Now, I got to tell you, the uh, it, it along those same lines, the... Uh Jesus and Mary Chain, I think on that same John Price tour that we all went to Nashville with Todd with your brother Todd. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, that I heard Jesus and Mary Chain for the first time there too with my bloody Valentine. I remember both me and Nolan just sitting in the van going, Oh my god, what is this music? I've never heard anything like this. And it was one of those life changing kind of yeah, things. Yeah, they're
0: they're one of those bands, they're so different. That yeah. it makes you think about things differently. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I mean, who,
1: just, who's crazy enough to do this? Just, just yeah. like, just like Pretty Hate Machine is a, a game changer debut. Psycho Candy was a game changer it debut. It really was. No one was doing what they what they ended up doing. It was very kind of uh, you know simple melodies, kind of throwback to like 60s pop. You know, kind of the. Uh, it was like surf. Like surf and like, you know, the, uh, you know, kind of the Mo- early Motown stuff. Yeah, I think that's what I love in about feedback. It, is that
0: it is just uh, surf pop songs that they made as crazy as they could. Right. Um, and it kind of, was Jesus and Mary Chain a huge kickoff for that whole label? Was that, um, it's creation, right?
1: Well, the, I guess they initially released uh, Psycho Candy on Blanco y Negro. Okay. Yeah. Hold on a second. Well, it says that. Um, okay, Alan McGee was their manager. That's what it was. Alan, was G- Alan McGee was their manager, so I don't think that they were ever on creation, or at least not at the beginning.
0: It might have been before creation started. Yeah. Because he um, he thought <laughs> he had it in his head that they were going to be the next Beatles. <laughs> 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 Which for me they were. Yeah, but, but let's play something. Good, so we usually go in order, from uh, old to new. So let's um, are to newer. Right. So, so, so we're,
1: we're starting off of Psycho Candy, but you're also going for a deeper cut. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. It was
0: definitely Psycho Candy was one of those records. Uh, when you put the cassette in, you just played the whole thing. Front to cover. Front to cover. Uh. They're also one of those bands that you know a lot of the songs and never really know the titles of the songs. Right. But uh, this one's called Hardest Walk, and it goes just like this.
1: On H.D. Well. H.D. Well.
3: (laughs) I never saw (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. Hot, hot. I've always loved that. I know it sounds like it's super crazy music, but it always sounds really pleasant to me. Jesus and Mary Chain. Do you not get that feeling?
1: I mean, it depends, but that probably has more feedback than the pleasant songs that I think of when I think of Jesus and Mary Chain. I get
0: it. I totally get it. God, Dave, this beer.
1: I know, right? Yeah, we're on beer number two of Bitter Sisters family trip, and we are we're f- all tripping as a family. <laughs> You're an uh-huh. evil man.
2: I <laughs> feel like I'm on acid. This is,
1: I know I know what happens in the pod, and I know that you bring the beer that sets us back yeah. in God. our seats a little bit. Yeah, if you know. uh, if you think that you are a devoted HTW listener, you need to get second in line behind Taylor Tatch. I've been day one, day one, P one. Yeah, he, uh, he. whenever we take too long before posting a new episode, he will blow up our phones and say, what is the fucking hold <laughs> I need up? it. He takes a lot of trips. Shit. He takes yeah. it
0: from here to uh, Dallas. Uh, the pod takes up a lot of time. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, I gotta play with uh old Calhoun. I gotta play with uh our our buddy Sean Sean Russell and the Finches and Ansley and A million all. other people. I yeah, gotta, so I gotta So, I gotta so do speaking it. of, let's talk about um the uh the, the Fort Worth party. The that, Friday on the Green uh, party? that we that we recently had with Calhoun. Oh, Twas fun. a party. Rescheduled show. Yeah, it was it was initially rained out, it was the final uh, Friday on the Green in Fort Worth. Where is what is that neighborhood called? Fairmount. Fairmont.
0: Is it? But the main road is. Uh, what's that like main Magnolia. Road? Or, oh, or, Magnolia. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people say
1: just. Right. Magnolia. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I don't know all of the hoods in Fort Worth. I know that there's obviously there's downtown. You can either call it near Southside. Oh, that's or, right. Yeah. Or. Uh, Fairmont. I think they call yes. it near South Side. Yeah, where, on like the the gig posters and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then, there, then there's like the West Seventh neighborhood. That's like the super trendy area too. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, the the near South Side. Um, that's where uh our, our friends um off the record have their place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we also ended up at uh, Twilight Fort Worth afterwards, which, which is which, always which, fun. Which was tremendous. So yeah, yeah, it was tremendous. a it was, it was a makeup.
0: <laughs> was you had one of those uh, coffee drinks, didn't you? I,
1: I had lots of coffee drinks.
0: Golly, I have to stay away from those. They're too. Sometimes things are too good. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. I go.
1: I go for the old fashioned there. Too. So uh, at the Friday on the Green, it was a makeup gig because the the first uh, show was rained out, and so uh, it, I I mean I think for a makeup gig. The crowd was nice. It was really good. Although it was it was the kind of crowd that Danny, Dingu, your bass player, hates because there were a lot of kids.
0: Yeah, but you have to that's just what it is there. You have to yeah, be prepared for, for that. Fort Worth,
1: Friday night. Fans are fans. Parents are gonna wanna sit on a blanket and get wasted and let their kids run around yeah. like crazy.
0: I mean it's in the it's Friday on the green. Blankets, people eating from uh, food trucks. Yes. Yeah. Actually, I never walked out. You
1: got food. I did. I did get some food. It was good. It's good. You know, wasn't wasn't like the best selection of food trucks I've ever <laughs> experienced. A lot of tacos. I
0: like tacos. A lot of
1: same, same. But no, it was good. Well, good. What did you think of the show? I thought it was good. I thought that. Um, I mean, you, I guess you guys had minimal rehearsal time, especially with you. Attach. Yeah.
0: We, we practiced in uh, we practiced Tim's living ago. room uh, <laughs> the day of the show. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And
0: we still only practiced like four songs and all went, we got it. That's yeah, fine. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, th- I saw you afterwards, and you were you were pretty delighted with the fact that there were no serious fuck-ups, that everybody just kind of blew through it.
0: Yeah, we got through it. The, we've played those songs a lot. Yeah. So it's what we do, bruh. It's just... Um, i wasn't too worried about it but there easily could have been a stop down
1: right and i think uh, i think the the highlights of the night were uh danny asking if any of the kids needed an edible well actually that was tim
0: (laughs) tim was the edible especially yeah which was weird because both of his kids
1: were like on the front row and i was like that's strange but he's a shock jock, right? And then he also was taking requests, asking if anyone wanted to hear Imagine Dragons or Twenty One <laughs> Pilots.
0: <laughs> Which I'm glad that none of the kids were old enough because they would have been really excited, right? And we would have ruined the whole thing. Just but they totally didn't know disappointed us.
1: Yeah. But yeah, yeah. So the, uh, Friday on the Green was fun times, and then we all uh, retired to Twilight Fort Worth, and it was my first time. To go to the Fort Worth. You're kidding. That was your first time over there? Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was great. It's good, right? Yeah. It's even a little bit more room than the Dallas one. Yeah, it's probably. I mean both inside and outside it's probably the inside is twice as big as Dallas and the outside is twice as big as Dallas. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel too big though. No, no, it, no, no it's no. it's nice. It's still comfy. Yeah, the and, way it's yeah. the way it's broken up, uh, you know, the way there's kind of like the bar area and then the live area. Mm-hmm. And then the fact that they have food there. Oh, that is so key. Yeah, that I is mean, so key. You know, Until 2. Yes, all the way till close. So, you know, the The Deep Ellum Twilight, they don't need food because there's a million places to get food. But Mm -hmm. in that neighborhood in Fort Worth where Twilight is kind of an urban pioneer, there's nowhere walking distance where you can grab a bite. So it's great that they have uh, food there. And the fact that the food is... Like, the best po'boys you've ever had yeah, in your new, life.
0: Yeah, all the food's New Orleans style. I think yeah. both Twilights have a bit of a New Orleans um, right, yeah. theme going with the... Because uh, I think they're even a Saints bar, aren't
1: they? Yes, yeah, they do yeah. Saints uh, watching parties and stuff. So, yeah, I... Danny uh, ended up leaving before I had a chance to to tell him but I did text him the next day that I I love Twilight Fort Worth and that uh, Marissa my girlfriend said and she Marissa is a connoisseur of Cajun food she knows. she knows she knows she's she grew up in the South she grew up on the Gulf Coast so she knows what's good. And she said that their boudin balls were the best that she's ever had in her life. Boudin. Boudin. And yeah. yeah, the shrimp yeah. po' boy. That, that was very nice. Yeah, they very know nice. what they're
0: doing. And, you know, they didn't have as many of the movie posters as you think that they would have for Twilight.
1: Oh, yes, because because it is themed after... The vampire thing. I mean, I, th- I think... Like we said before, that I think Danny is more of a fan of the books yeah. than the movies. He hates the movies. He's more of a. Yeah.
0: Same thing with Harry Potter.
1: But, I mean, if you see, like, they have, like, a bookshelf where they have, like, board games, and then he has the entire volume of the, Twilight. Hard, the hardcover saga. Twilight series.
0: Is that a saga?
1: Yes, it is. It's totally it a qualifies. saga. Do
0: you remember the band Saga?
1: Yes. I thought about that song yesterday. Turn
3: Me Loose! Yes. Nothing can stop you
0: now. Tonight John are on the loose. What happened to Saga?
1: I don't know. What I was almost, that reunion? I almost bought that record and then I, I listened to it and that's the only song on there.
0: Oh, they didn't have another jam. No, no. Mm. It'd be great if Saga was opening up, was the third band on the Jesus and Mary Chain
1: Nine Inch Nails show. That would be great. But they only played two songs. Right, if they just played tonight we're on the loose and then play it again (laughs) (laughs) and then a cover right yeah all right yes so uh speaking of let's get back into some tunes um maybe after this we can uh talk about uh, my experience of waiting in line for these tickets but
0: and we got to get to another beer this is too uh yeah we,
1: we are on our second bitter sisters uh family trip and, and Tatch has another beer. Yes. Okay, yeah. No, Next, so. we're going to get to Toby's beer. And then, uh, if we're still upright by the end of the show, then Tatch also has a beer. Uh, but let's get back into Nine Inch Nails. Um, we, we listened to a, a, a tune off the first record. Uh, I wanted to do kind of a mid period thing. Gross. <laughs> and uh, I didn't. I didn't want to do anything off of Downward Spiral. You know, that's the one that has closer, you know, uh, like the the strip club jam, I Want to Fuck You Like an Animal. Yeah. Yeah, that went over really well in Dilly, Texas, I gotta tell yeah. you. Yeah, it has that one. It has uh, Hurt that was later made... Super famous by Johnny Cash,
0: big record. I was—that's uh, their Interscope days. Yes,
1: yeah. yes, that was their first major label record, yeah. and so that that record was really huge. The the next one, the Fragile, was really huge, but by that time I kind of was off the Nine Inch Nails bandwagon. But there is one song from kind of this period that that uh, I really really dug, and. Really didn't know that much about, but it, it it's not on a uh, proper Nine Inch Nails record. Did you know that it's a soundtrack?
0: Oh, thing? I didn't know that. Yeah, and we now this isn't part of their because I know that he's had a uh, there was a David Bowie uh, influence time. Is this not around that time? Or
1: no, is this after that. Like, no, he has. Um, I did see on the uh, on like setlist.fm that he's he's been playing some Bowie covers mm-hmm. on this tour. Uh, I don't know if this was around his Bowie phase. Well, I mean, th- I'm sure he's had a
0: whole life of Bowie phase, but I think there was a time that they were actually doing stuff together.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, this was uh, this was 97. So this is before that he went full on into scoring films. Yeah, you know, Because he has gone uh, and th- this gets into his uh, uncanny ability to print money. Yeah, that he rich. and and his uh, partner Atticus Ross, you know they they scored uh, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, uh, the Social Network, um, crap I can't remember. There was another huge one that they did. Um, they're also scoring I think the the Watchmen series that is uh, going to be on HBO uh, like in six months or something. The the dudes uh, are. Very much in demand, scoring films. Which one is Attica? Is he the keyboard player? Well, he's—I guess he was a composer, and now he's kind of an official member of Nine Inch Nails, like okay. as of a couple of years ago. But he was kind of uh, uh, Trent Reznor's songwriting partner for films.
0: Mm, his his Bernie Taupin,
1: right? <laughs> uh, but this is this predates all of that. This goes back to '97. This is this is Square in the uh, wheelhouse of uh 9-inch nails when they were uh kind of ripping up the the alternative charts mm-hmm. as it were in the when, late 90s when there was radio yes when radio played music when people bought records yes Not and just so hot uh pods like this so this uh is a song from a David Lynch film entitled Lost Highway did you ever see that movie no. I never did either. Did you? No, I saw Blue Velvet, but I didn't see Lost Highway. Okay, so uh, it came out in 97. Um, and the the name of the tune is called The Perfect Drug. And they ended up putting out like a remix record, but the original version didn't appear on the remix record. So the only place that you can get this original version is on the Lost Highway soundtrack. But it is the far superior version and it's become a, you know, a live staple. Um, they play it a ton at live shows and hopefully they'll play it when we see them. So I do like this jam. Yeah, like let's it. uh, it's 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 got uh, as as opposed to the 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 last jam sin that we played this kind of uh, it, it hits all of the Nine Inch Nails touch points because mm. you've got kind of. The, the synthy part, you've got kind of the slow and sensitive part, and then you have like the smash your face industrial part. So uh, let's listen to The Perfect Drug on HT. HT, wow. Wow.
4: my head, but my head is unraveling, can't keep control, can't keep track of where it's traveling, I got my heart, but my heart's no good, and you're the only one that's understood, I come along, but I don't know where you're taking me, I shouldn't go, but your are dragging, dragon shaking me, turn off the sun, pull the stars from the sky, the more I give to you, the more I
2: The perfect
3: truck, the perfect truck, the perfect the perfect the perfect truck, the perfect You are the perfect truck, the perfect the perfect the perfect the perfect truck, the perfect the perfect
1: Cut it off, bro. <laughs> it's a hard cut. It's so emotional at the end. I know. I didn't even remember the ending. You know, he'll do a... Um, he's so... Uh, yeah, he gets real. Yeah. I do remember that jam. That That is such a cool song.
0: That is a good jam. What movie is that again?
1: Uh, Lost Highway. Lost
0: Highway. If it wasn't in Star Wars, I didn't see it. Or hear it. I mean...
1: Uh, Lost Highway stars Bill Pullman, Patricia Arquette, Balthazar Getty and Robert Blake.
0: I want to say Patricia Arquette is in everything David Lynch does, Probably. right? She seems right. that yeah. that style. I heard you guys open some beers. Yes. They sounded like Perseccos to me. Just kidding. I've never I've never had one of these.
1: See if you follow this this uh recap Of uh, The synopsis of Lost Highway Okay The film follows a musician Bill Pullman's character Who begins receiving mysterious VHS tapes Of him and his wife Patricia Arquette In their home And who is suddenly convicted of murder After which he inexplicably Disappears And is replaced by a young mechanic Balthazar Getty Leading a different life no idea. Like, that's one sentence, and I have no idea what this movie's about. Do you want to see it? Maybe we should watch it later. I can't really picture Bill Pullman as, like, a musician. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, Yeah. I I always think of him as our president that led us through the alien invasion. Or, like, in Sleepless in Seattle when he was, like, the guy that, you know...
0: Listen to that. Listen to my carbonation. It's nice. It's nice.
1: You'll, you'll learn that when Toby starts ignoring you To just stop talking Oh yeah, he didn't give a fuck
0: I haven't heard a thing you guys have said since <laughs> no, we started I don't, I don't, I don't Yeah, so we're
1: switching now to Toby's Beer in quotation marks Because it's not a beer at all No It's a cider I it's, have
0: to do something, Dave
1: It is uh, Woodchuck I've had Woodchuck cider before But I've not had this one it's bubbly Persecco I'm, I'm taking
0: an um, Instagram movie. Or what do you call them when a they go st- a, story. a story? It's I'm a story.
1: Taking- Instagram story. Hold on. Yeah, we need to make sure we take a really good picture of uh, the beers this month. We have so many. Uh, it's very important. We have so many uh, places where we could uh, put these beers. There's so many photo ops in this studio, except on the console, where Toby immediately put the first beer on the console. His old console.
0: Did you see that
1: pan? Yeah. Saw it. Pan. Good job. Pan. Good, good job. Um, Yeah, let's, um, before we get into the next Jesus and Mary Chain 2. Well, what do you
0: think? Have you tasted it? Don't just jump
1: it. You can't just open it and... (laughs) Just straight up ignoring the beer. That's refreshing! Holy Ooh-hoo. crap! To me, this is like a champagne of beers, it's and so I know good. that I'm taking that from Miller High Life. But if I if I were going to, in my mind, picture a champagne of beers, this is what it would taste like.
0: I do get the their little fun, you know, mm-hmm. wordplay with prosecco. Yeah, it does.
1: It does taste like prosecco, mm-hmm. but with
0: pear. This is good. Quinoa. especially good after your gasoline beer that you just made us drink. Oh yeah! Whatever.
1: You liked it You liked it when you were drinking it This is delicious It Let, is delicious Let's
0: see okay, it's, Gee,
1: 6-1 Yeah, for a cider Cider Are is usually? usually 5
0: Okay Man, get you some woodchuck Wherever Where you're g- from
1: g- get you Where is woodchuck from?
0: Woodchuck is from They're from
1: Vermont Sparkle bubble something Totally makes sense Why,
0: why does that make sense?
1: Oh, because of pears? I don't know it just makes sense. I, w- I get. Wood, I know what you're talking wood about. Woodchucks, just you know, it seems like a Vermont thing. I don't know. You see that woodchuck grabbing a pear, or is that a? Is that an apple? I think that's an apple. Is that I think an it's, apple? It, I think oh yeah, that's has, not a pear. I think it still has apples, but it has pears also.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, hard cider, which is made of apples, and then pear juice. Mm,
0: I heart this hard cider. Get it? Because of the heart thing.
1: Just stop the tape
0: No 170 calories It's gluten free for you Tatch
1: Shut up (coughs) You can't have gluten out on the farm No, no, that's not true at all It is true No meat, no gluten, no TV That is not true No carbonated beverages, no
0: sweets No, the meat thing's not true It's the only thing they can do Oh, really? We're gonna have to go skin a cat or something later on And (laughs) throw something on the barbie Just hit a deer
1: got yeah, it home. Yeah. Does Zuber eats deliver out here? Absolutely not. You
0: know he's got a couple of deer in the trunk, right? From just the ones does he roadkill. Is that like legal out
1: here? Mm. If you hit one, That it's just. that so you can just throw it in your trunk. Eating. I don't really know what's legal out here. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a lawless land out in the it hill country. A lawless yeah. land. I think really anything goes, just mm-hmm. depending on you know what you want to do.
0: What do you guys want to do now, man? This beer's good.
1: It is good. Beer.
0: Have um, there's uh, we've I've talked to you. The podcasts have been so back to back that there's definitely no cat recap. No.
1: Had, no did Marissa, nothing, nothing new on the cat front since
0: we uh, saw you last. Marissa was really liking Tim and Misty's giant dogs. Has she brought that up again?
1: Yeah, she has volunteered us to dog sit their giant dogs
0: but she hasn't said dave we need a dog
1: well she has said that she the next dog that she wants she wants a giant dog which i'm i'm not totally opposed to but the you know uh it's the cleanup yeah I mean, they're, it, I think they're, they're, they're really clean. Like I have two Weimaraners; they're totally clean. I get it. I get they're, it. They're I get awesome. it but yeah, but you're I'm on a hundred acres. I'm thinking. I'm thinking back to Henry. May he rest in peace. Mm-hmm. I loved Henry. And I'm thinking about the uh, gastrointestinal problems that that dog had, and the dog. amount of mudslides that I had to <laughs> clean up. I just. I'm very skittish about another big dog mainly even even if even if the big dog doesn't constantly have diarrhea it's constantly <laughs> going to have human sized shits do
0: you think but there's no way that you could there's not like a dog thing like the uh, Fiona Apple cat restroom you can't really well, make I mean, him go
1: in the toilet if if I, if I end up moving to a place that has a secure yard and then I can hire uh, our friend Craig's poop patrol that comes and cleans up. <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't know Is about there, this? I need this. You don't know about this? There's Did a company that comes this? over? No, Craig didn't invent this, but our friend Craig has uh, Lucy, his dog, and God forbid Craig scoop up any feces himself God, he, i
0: was wondering why his yard is i mean i know why has, his house is so clean that's he, ridiculous he has a, a crew with your,
1: that comes and swarms his yard once a week and picks up every piece of poop once a week yes
0: and they're not even the yard people
1: no he has separate yard people and separate poop people do they do
0: that all over the m streets is there like i
1: guess yeah that's their that's their business you what know they Dave, call it I don't know, Dave. the The property right across the street here is for sale. Just buy it, and you don't have to pay for that. Just you know, and just, just be my neighbor. It'll just feed feed the land. It will. Feed it will. Land. Like you know, you'll grow mushrooms out of it. Mm, feed the yeah, land. Yeah, I I cannot commit to the uh, the giant dog, but I mean, let's face it. I'm I'm going to lose every argument ever.
0: Yeah, you have no say
1: in this no. whatsoever. I mean, if I—but
0: it's fun to talk about. If the giant
1: dog is inevitable, just just if I if I know. if I want her to allow me to keep laying with her, then <laughs> I probably need to get a giant dog. If you want to know her in the biblical sense, right?
0: How many animals are in the bed every time you lay with her?
1: Well, as of right now, the palms are banned from the bed. Banned palm. The the palms are not allowed on the bed because they are terrible, terrible dogs. What do we they just, do we in just the bed? Got, we just, it's not what they do it's, in the bed. It's although, because they're small, although, you need although, a big dog. Although, although they have had accidents in the bed, inexplicably, because we sleep there. <laughs> like, while still whilst are sleeping, you wake up? Yes, while sleeping, I wake up and, like, what is, that a, what is my that, foot in? That is unacceptable. You're that me, is babe. a giant puddle of urine that my if, foot is in. And it wasn't you. If no. you have a big dog. They won't be in bed with you, so they won't poop in the bed.
0: No, big dogs get in bed. No,
1: no, my dogs don't. Yeah, so the palms are banned from the bed, but the cat now has taken to sleeping with us. So Mm. the cat is the cock blocker these days. It's all right. But yeah, I, I worry about a giant dog being like the ultimate cock blocker.
0: It's over now, Dave. Just accept it. That, that's,
1: that my cock is going to be blocked. You yeah, know, you just you, have that's to work through vacations
0: it. vacations are for. No, don't work through it. It's that's
1: just adversity. Weird.
0: I think that that's what really that Lost Highway movie's about. <laughs> it's
1: just. Yeah, I'm going to get VHS tapes of me being replaced by a dog. Uh huh. That sounds weird. That is weird. All right. Um, what do we let's, doing? Let's let's. I was gonna talk about the uh, experience of buying these tickets, but let's let's save that for uh, after the next Nine Inch Nails song. But let's transition into your second selection from the Jesus and Mary Chain. Do you say the? I mean, that's that's their name, right? It's the Jesus and Mary Chain.
0: Yeah, I gotta say, most of the time I say Jesus and Mary Chain. Right. That's not a big deal. Who no. cares? Who Does cares? Does that mean you're
1: not a true fan?
0: Have you? Uh, You know, it's the, um, the big thing at Coachella when it was the big reunion. Right. I was there, bro. (laughs) Remember? I I know that you were there. (laughs) Remember? But remember our conversations ahead of time before the Coachella jam, and it's what made it so tense and awesome, was that they used to get in those fights. Right. Because they're brothers. They they were way before the Oasis brother fight. Right. Um, The Kinks were first, I would say, on the brother fight. Golly, that sounds great. And then um, huge brother fight where they might not do the show. In fact, I've heard of many that they just didn't even go on because of the brother fight. So we were thinking that if they even get through four or
1: five at Coachella... It's, we're good Right But it seems It seems like They've mellowed with age
0: Yeah That's what I was about to say That when we're, you get older We're talking older, about
1: Jim and William Reed Right They, I, they are uh, essentially Jesus and Mary Chain
0: Yeah They've got a the rotating
1: band. cast Around them Sort of Including Billy Gillespie Later with uh, Primal Scream He was like Their first percussionist
0: He was the stand-up drummer Right That made it really cool a lot yeah, of people he, don't he know that. I'm glad you mentioned. Yeah, that. he didn't need a he didn't need a drum kit. He
1: just needed a <laughs> snare
0: drum. A lot of times, people that's why they called uh, Dave Lane the Martha Quinn of the H D Wow. Right? Because you just give facts. Just
1: facts. Well, was that was that Coachella show the the one that Scarlett Johansson came yes. up and sang with them? Yeah. Yeah. yeah was how gonna, was that? I was, was going to mention that because yes, they uh, Scarlett Johansson did come out and sing. Um, I can't remember uh, what Just Like Honey I think yeah. Yeah. She just did yeah. the end Of
0: Just Like Honey okay. She was so nervous She <laughs> Didn't was she look so like nervous She was yes. freaking
1: out That's a lot of people Yeah But there's a whole Connection there Through you know The Lost in Translation uh, Movie you Yeah know. it
0: was the last Scene of the
1: was yeah. it the last scene of the movie? Yeah, it was the last scene of the movie. Yeah, so
0: I'm and guessing that's their um cuz that did give them a resurgence a bit. Oh, right. totally. Yeah.
1: And it, it was a big thing for me cuz I was like, "Oh, all this music that that I had learned recently is now coming right back because yeah. I, you know, I didn't I didn't learn about it during the time it was big or during the time it was coming out. You know, yeah. it was kind of second hand for me." Yeah.
0: Yeah, and they were right after Arctic Monkeys, right?
1: At Coachella, yes, and they
0: were Arctic Monkeys was fantastic. Arctic Monkeys
1: was fantastic, and then then Jesus Jesus and Mary Mary Chain floored everybody. Way louder. They were awesome. So loud. That was so good. We had a good time, Dave. We did. You made breakfast way too early. I know, but we uh, we also had a uh, a wonderful falafel before Jesus and and Mary Chain. The Coachella falafel
0: might be the best falafels of my life, or I was starving.
1: Or You Were High,
0: or all three. It could be anything. It could be anything.
1: It but could still, be anything.
0: Um, the next song I'm going to play, I don't have a huge um, setup for it. I just
1: like it. It's off Darklands, right? I, no, no, no. No? Is know. it a single? It's just a single. I, I don't
0: know. Can you? Uh, do you have a wiki that will, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that yeah, will yeah. cut up and make it sound like it's right in front of you? Like you have nine screens? In front okay, of yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, Sidewalking was a... Non-studio album single that was released in uh, March of 88. And then it was on Barbed Wire Kisses. Yeah. Which is, which is where I uh, initially heard it. Which is
0: their catching up with.
1: Yeah. And then they also had another compilation called 21 Singles that came out in 2002. I remember uh, 2002. that one. Yeah, that was like a double CD thing. Yes. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it, yeah, it, it says that it looped a, or it sampled an 84 hip hop single called Roxanne's Revenge did you know that?
0: that Roxanne's Revenge was a uh, wasn't that one of those uh, callback songs, you know when one rapper does one thing and
1: then Roxanne's Revenge was the one that comes back, I don't know but it was, uh, the artist was named Roxanne Chante man, I I never knew that
0: but this is the uh, this is the vinyl, and it's the um, the 12 inch is probably the one I listen to the most. But we're not going to play that one. We're just no, going to play yeah, the, the single. No, yeah, the 12
1: inch is long. But yes, the drum beat was sampled, uh, but the rest is all them. Yeah, and it's a cool uh, album cover. What do you I think mean, I I think it, it, if I were to, if somebody was going to ask me, what is Toby's favorite? Jesus and Mary Chain song, I would guess Sidewalking. Really? Yeah. Would you
0: say that? I really love it. Um, yeah, do you want to hear how the song goes? I would love to hear it. There's, uh, there's
1: some nice fuzzy bass in this tune.
0: There really is. And there might be some distortion as
1: well. I bet. I'm not making any promises. And some hot drum licks from Roxanne Shante. Did you ever see Jesus and Mary Chain back in the day?
0: No, I wanted to. I think I had a. Uh, uh, were they ever at Caravan of Dreams? Am I, uh, I imagining know. that?
1: That will yeah. require Googling.
0: Yeah, I um. I want to say that they. Anytime they were in Houston or any anytime that that came around that like we were talking earlier that's a hard sell on the folks when you're in high school
1: yeah they played uh, Caravan of Dreams September 20th 1998
0: yeah and I think I remember the story of that show was that was one of the ones with a huge fight on stage and they they barely made it past three songs which I would have loved to have been at that it's like at the we mentioned Coachella 500 times, but it's like being at the Happy Monday show <laughs> where they're yelling at the keyboard player because they can't get any of the songs to work, right? but you really remember it because it was such a disaster.
1: So there was that show, uh, then they played twice in the fall of 87 at Clearview. Man, October, October, October. That would have been great. Well, yeah. I mean, Caravan's pretty small too. October 29th and November 29th of 1987, they played at Clearview. Wow, it's weird that they like twice in a month, basically. I know. I
0: was five years old in 87.
1: <clears throat> uh, then in 90, no, I was five years old in 87. In 90, <laughs> <your> February <mouth. laughs> February 9th of 1990, they played at Arcadia. Ooh, So that was that was on the automatic tour. I mean,
0: 1990 was a big year for Arcadia. Yeah. I think I saw the Sundays at Arcadia.
1: It, it was so big, it burned down. Yeah. Did you ever go to our
0: Arcadia show? I saw
1: the Sundays at Arcadia. That may have been the only show I saw at Arcadia.
0: That's what I just said. Shut up. I just said I saw the Sundays at Arcadia. Well,
1: I was there, too. Were we friends? No, we weren't friends then. Mm. You were too cool. 92, they were God. at uh, Starplex for Lollapalooza, and then they weren't back in Dallas until 2015 for the the Psycho Candy uh, re-release show when they, you know, were playing the whole record. You know what?
0: I want to say I remember that uh, the Lollapalooza tour was when they had a really good lineup, like Ministries on it, and like Susie and the Banshees, and it was one of those... Like I think I have. That, think, I
1: think I have that poster. I didn't go to that Lollapalooza, but somebody got me the poster.
0: Yeah, like that's one of those ones where you think this is what it's going to be like forever, and right. then it
1: just turned to trash.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I'm sorry.
1: Man. And uh, yeah, did you I, go? I agree. Did you go to um, the random Jesus and Mary Chain show in Denton? No,
0: but that was a whole reschedule and all yeah. kinds of. Yeah, where
1: did they play in Denton? They played in a field behind a Kroger. Over there, where the fairgrounds used to be. Yeah, it was like the oh, the, the rodeo fairgrounds, whatever the hell.
0: Off of uh, University, I think. But
1: it was uh, what was it? It was at 35. It, it was. It was. It wasn't. Uh... Wasn't Fry Street South by So What or whatever? It was North by Northeast or I can't yeah, remember. It, it one was of one those of those festivals that's around. It that was time. one of those yeah. festivals that they tried to do in Denton around South by Southwest. So it was a, it was a weird deal. Uh, let me let me look up the date because I want to get it right because I was at this show. Um, you
0: went to the makeup?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was uh, the North Texas Fairgrounds, March fourteenth of twenty twelve. I think I I think I have a couple of tunes up on uh, the YouTube that I took at this show
0: now Was that one of those that they didn't make it like it didn't happen because of weather or something happened? No,
1: they had like a visa problem. Yeah, like they were supposed to be at the uh, Whatever festival it was in Denton and they couldn't make it. They were like they were pumped up as the headliner right was it was like their their reunion tour it was, like, the first time that they were going back out after, like, 10 years. And uh, they had visa problems. They had to cancel. And so then they had a makeup show, and it was a free show. All you had to do was show up.
0: That's awesome.
1: At the North Texas Fairgrounds. And uh, and I think uh, Ty Siegel was the opener for that one. Why, why did you point at Tatch? What is that? No, I guess I figured I- he would know. Because he's like you know indie guitar guy. Well, who's Ty Siegel? Yeah, who's Ty Siegel? He's an indie guitar guy, like like, indip- a, like, like independent. a Texas guy. No, no.
0: Now you're sort of yelling at us a little bit. The, well, I, th- the I, th- Secco has really gone <laughs> to your head. I
1: thought you guys were like into music, but I guess not. <laughs> you I mean, I've heard the name. Obviously,
0: but. know that I am not into music. Um, what, what did that, um. So I know I've played the fairground thing behind the Kroger in Denton before. What did this stage setup and the sound sound like? Was it uh,
1: legit? It, it sounded good. I mean, it will, I'll, I'll pull up one of my vids later when you watch it. In our dark web?
0: Yeah. Dark web in the hill country. Dark web, dark web in the hill
1: country. Um, but yeah, it, it sounded good. It was really weird. Uh, you know, I don't know. I can't remember how well attended it was it was just random because it was like two weeks later like they they felt bad about having to cancel and so they came and did this special show
0: <laughs> it's pretty cool that they did yeah that. it is cool that they yeah. did
1: that but uh it that was means a lot extremely to extremely yeah. random
0: yeah that was pretty
1: cool and and that and that was I think the first time that I ever saw them and I thought that I might never see them again but now you know they've they've put out a record or two since then mm-hmm. uh, damage and joy was what a year or two ago and it's pretty good. And I think they're recording another one. Yeah. They've played the Bomb Factory a couple times in recent history, one of which I went to. But nothing has matched that Coachella show. Yeah. And I remember you and I talking at that Coachella show that one of the greatest things that you see, and we've, we've spent a good amount of time talking about how the brothers fight all the time and hate each other, but one of the coolest things... When you see them live is when William Reed is just shredding and playing his like just crazy, crunchy, distorted parts and then Jim Reed just goes and crouches right by his amp. Just to to listen to it as close as he, he possibly like can. He grabbed
0: it and faced it towards him and just shoved his face in his right. brother's
1: amp and just sat there. He just, he just kind of <laughs> kneels down next to the amp and just kind of nods like, so yes! It was so good. So great. God.
0: Man. It's good tones. I can't remember. Was that the last night we were there or was that the first night and then everything else was just kind of like, okay.
1: I th- that may have been the first night. Yeah. Now you're going to make me look that up. No, I well, don't know. No, look it's, it up. no it'll, give me a second. It was Yeah, that was Friday night. That was the first night of Coachella. And so yeah. it was all downhill from there.
0: It really was. Um, I remember the Willie Nelson thing was good.
1: Was that that year? Jesus Christ. You're going to make me Google How many now? Years tap, did we tap, go? tap, 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 tap. Well, you and I only went. I went the year before or two years before with Manny. I wasn't at that, that? No. Manny and I went. On our own, and then we talked you into going with us the next time. All right, that's the only one I went on. Yeah. Okay, well then,
0: yeah, Willie Nelson was there because we... Okay, hold, hold your fucking I know horse. he was there, Jesus, Dave. Jesus! You don't have shot. to look him up. I only went to
1: one.
4: Mom, Dad!
1: <sighs> okay, uh, yes. So 2007... Friday was uh, Bjork, Interpol, Jesus and Mary Chain, Arctic Monkeys, Jarvis Cocker. We saw yes, uh, Faithless, DJ Shadow, Ooh, Faithless.
0: Mm-hmm. Faithless was that great. was all. That
1: was all on Damn. Friday. Damn. Uh, to sing for Saturday, Jesus, did we really go to this? Saturday was Red Hot Chili Peppers, Arcade Fire, Tiësto, Decemberists. Did we even go? Oh, I don't.
0: I didn't see any of no, this. No, okay. no, okay, you yeah. skip all that shit. No,
1: Sat- but Saturday was Good, the Bad and the Queen. We, we saw that. I mean, that. was terrible. Yeah, we saw uh Travis, uh the Rapture. I bet that was pretty good. Yeah, that was cool. L C D Sound System, Blonde Redhead. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah good. we, we uh-huh. saw we saw that. Uh and then Sunday was Rage Against the Machine. I remember that. Uh Happy Mondays. Remember oh, we saw? It? Yes. Remember that, that was the yelling the teleprompter disaster. I, I wish I could have seen that one. <laughs> the
0: keyboard player couldn't uh get yeah. any of the ding yeah, ding I remember ding ding. But the main thing was remember uh well, who's the shaker? Je- uh, Bez Bez Bez, yeah His visa
1: Yeah, he wasn't there He couldn't there. come yeah. Because no, he, he couldn't there. get back In the country Wasn't there the a drug? thing Like like nothing was working And all of a sudden uh, Like all of a sudden You heard the, the It like was the, the, nothing well, then, Like the Sean thing Ryder, Sean Ryder's teleprompter was Wasn't on. working
0: Well, besides that The keyboard player Couldn't get the samples right. and the stuff to come on So Sean Ryder's yelling At the keyboard player Yeah Throwing stuff at him. And then out of nowhere, it just went, dang, 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 <laughs> dang. And all I remember is one song, really. But the disaster was awesome. Yes. It was
1: so good. Yeah, so that Sunday, oh, it was... Happy uh, Mondays. Happy Mondays. Damn it. Air. So good. Willie Nelson. Uh, Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah. Crowded House. Yeah.
0: I don't okay. remember the Kaiser Chiefs thing.
1: Man, Saturday. we I think, all, I think, did y'all see Crowded House? Saturday we must have just. Uh, Saturday we must have bailed early. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> all right, um, let's
1: let's get back into Nine Inch Nails. We have one more Nine Inch Nails tune. I played you guys uh, a couple of uh, like just snippets off of the the new EP, Bad Witch, and there are a couple of good tunes on it. Um, I, I played you guys uh, Shit Mirror. <laughs> And I also played you guys. What? That's the name of the song, "Shit Mirror."
4: Yeah. <laughs> all all the that new under reasons why I the didn't get record? into this the new one. record. Yeah.
1: And I also played you uh, "God Break Down the Door," and um, fair enough. And they, I mean, they're they're good tunes, and they're tunes that. We, we probably will hear at the show because they're in the, the set list. <laughs> they're such
0: Tim Locke titles. I know. <laughs> Shit Mirror. Shit Mirror and God Opened the Door.
1: Yes, but we decided <laughs> uh, to go back to um, the most recent full-length record, which is uh, from 2013, entitled Hesitation Marks and uh you weren't necessarily really familiar with this tune i don't think you were either taylor this probably wasn't on your radar don't look at me i remember when this uh record came out because this was this was the uh when this came out in 2013 it was the the first release from the nine inch nails uh name the first thing that trent reznor put out as nine inch nails for like five years so he had taken a bit of a a bit of a hiatus uh, and so, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> and so hes- got it. Yes, a hyanus. And so Hesitation Marks was... I got that one. Hesitation Marks was kind of uh, a uh, re-establishing uh, Nine Inch Nails in the consciousness of uh, your uh, people who like stupid music and stuff. Anyways.
0: But they did go back and... Uh, like, this new stuff, like a lot of these bands from back then, went back to using old
1: since sounds right yeah oh well you will find this very interesting that of of course this was around the time that he started uh trent Reznor started his collaboration relationship with atticus ross atticus ross is listed as a producer on hesitation marks mm-hmm. also listed as a producer on hesitation marks alan Mulder. of
0: course yes of course he's yes. around
1: Speaking of Alan Mulder, are you going to do a Alan Mulder theme at some point? Well, that, the that is a thing.
0: We've discussed this. If anyone cares about... I don't know if anyone cares about producers. Well,
1: I care. And I listen. Yeah, one day. One I mean, day. I, I think it's down the list. If we run out of stuff. Yeah, because I have, I have a whole list of uh, theme shows that I want you to do. For my oh, benefit, because I'm I'm
0: running out. Okay, but and I'm tired, head. I'm exhausted. <laughs> so <laughs> exhausted.
1: So exhausted, so exhausted. <laughs> I did like the Cocktail Twins, the the Fraser, the was It was good. That
0: did work out. Did, have you ever heard of moose? No, that was that was, was fantastic. fantastic. I, I
1: downloaded. Uh, they, fantastic. they have two records on uh, Apple Music. I've got them both on my phone now. Sweet. All right, so uh, hesitation marks came out in 2013. It was uh, produced by. Of course, Trent Reznor, but also Atticus Ross and Alan Mulder. <laughs> and uh, this was, uh, I guess, the first single, or maybe it was the second single. Hold on a second. Yes, yeah, so this is the second single, but it's the single that I like the best off of Hesitation Marks. It is entitled Copy of A on Htwl. HTWOW. <laughs>
0: That you played
1: this evening. Well, I've only played two other ones, so I think that's your favorite. Well, I think we
0: went through a lot before we picked the the three that you landed on, and I love that.
1: Yeah, that's good.
0: It's not his same. um, Let's get to the chorus and just uh, go crazy distortion crazy.
1: I hope he plays that one. Surely he will. Just the new. Yeah, I mean it's it's not. the thing is that we'll be, uh, we're will be we going on Tuesday night, and so they're playing back-to-back nights. And from what I've seen on uh, their set list, they do change it up quite a bit. Are they doing night night. Uh, two nights at a lot of
0: towns? Or I think
1: so, yeah. Okay. They're playing, you know, not necessarily smaller venues, but they're playing smaller venues than they probably could play because they want to play smaller rooms and have better shows.
0: I feel like a lot of uh, older acts do that. So they can get comfortable with the sound and make it a thing and they're not having to travel night after night. Right, yeah, they
1: can uh, have a couple nights in a nice hotel Right. and exactly. not have to pack up and go right away. F- fly around. That, and that is such a good plan.
0: Yeah, it is a good plan.
1: Yeah, that is a good tune. And, um, you know, the, the couple of tunes that we didn't play off of Bad Witch are maybe a little bit more experimental and weird, whereas this was more of, I guess... Trent Reznor's version of a pop song.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's also... It sounds like old keyboards. It's Right,
1: good. yeah. Well, it says in the uh, the notes here, the song features the use of Swarmatron, an analog synthesizer.
0: A Swarmatron.
1: Yeah, are you familiar with the Swarmatron?
0: I'm not sure I know what a Swarmatron is. Tash, have know. you ever heard of a Swarmatron? No.
1: no. But uh, I guess they used it on the uh, soundtrack of a social network, and then they used it on... The recording of hesitation marks. So.
0: We might need to look that up later. Now buy I. buy
1: you one on eBay? Now swarm-a-tron. I want a swarmatron. <laughs> it's like a like a digital representation of bees.
0: Yeah, it's got to be something, right? Oh, I get it. It did kind of sound like a bee, you know. In swarm. swarm. Uh,
1: before I get to uh, the story of buying these tickets, I'm I'm just looking up really quick. Uh, Trent Reznor's celebrity net worth. Uh, if you had to guess, how much do you think Trent Reznor is worth? Ooh, did you go on uh, Craig's? That's go a, I on? will. I will venture a guess: eighteen million. Okay. We have a guess of eighteen. Where do you land, Toby? I'm gonna go with Trent Reznor
0: is worth. You said eighteen million.
1: Yeah, it was just a guess.
0: I'm gonna go with Trent Reznor. <laughs> is worth 27 no i'm going to go 12 million dollars
1: you guys are both so wrong he is worth 70 million dollars jesus 70 you because, didn't
2: you be, didn't listen to me on because,
1: because he he's obviously got all of the uh 9 inch nail stuff but then he's got all of the soundtrack stuff with Atticus Ross that he's done, Social Network, uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, then he's also got a piece of uh, Apple Music through his partnership with Beats. Remember I forgot he was,
0: about the Beats. He, uh, was, he was partners yeah.
1: with Dre and Beats when they got bought out by Apple Music. So he's got a piece of that, too. That's where a lot of that money came from. Yeah, so he is frickin' loaded. So he decided uh, in addition to playing smaller rooms then, you know they could have played AAC if they wanted to but they decided to play a smaller room and it was Toyota a good Music idea it's, it's a good it's, idea it's a good idea and good on him and uh, the other thing that they did is instead of the pre-sale the online sale they did a physical sale which is why i had to wait in the hot sun for five hours for these tickets like
0: old old days
1: yeah it's like in the old days so uh, (laughs) all along the stops of this tour you had to go to the box office of the venue on that saturday when tickets went on sale kind of did it on spur of the moment i wasn't really planning on it but then i i thought well i'll go out there i went out like 45 minutes an hour before they went on sale and the line was already wrapped all the way through that development. When, wh-
0: what time did they go on sale?
1: They went on sale at like 10 a.m. and I got there okay. at like 9, 9.15. So it
0: wasn't like a 8 in the morning. No,
1: kind of. no. It was like 10 a.m. and I got there, you know, like I said, an hour, 45 minutes before. And there were people that had been there since like 5, 6 a.m. and How do like goth people camp? I don't think they camped. I didn't see like tents. I just saw just a bunch of people waiting in line. They just uh, kind
0: of lay out a bunch of trash bags. I got bags. I
1: got super redneck sunburned because I didn't Did I didn't realize that I was going to be standing out in the the blazing sun for when that was long. was this?
0: I can't remember now. Was it was like in
1: the summertime? August? Was, yeah, it was like July, August, or something. Y'all, y'all yeah. talked about this on a podcast. Yeah, before, I know, right? but I yeah. don't
0: remember anything.
1: I don't remember when it was. But I do remember that it was really miserable. But I was committed. I got to a point where I, I've invested this long. There is that point, isn't there? I, there's no way. Yeah, there's no turning back. Yeah, I could, I could just go home and admit defeat, and then go buy second market tickets off sure. of StubHub. That wouldn't be as cool. But it would not be as cool and it would not be as good a story as if I just stuck it out and waited.
0: Do you remember any other tickets that you stood in line for like in the 80s? Like
1: No, not for this long. Oh, I remember going to Ticketmaster in Dillard's, you know, for tickets. Yeah, for I remember tickets. the Dillard's thing. Yeah, yeah, like you'd have to go in the back of like... You know they're they're, they're selling bedspreads and shit like that. It's and where you, like they yeah, used to the customer, customer yeah. service. Yeah, customer yeah, service wrap thing. Packages. You go back there and you're like, uh. Oh, that I was want, the ticket I want place. Tickets.
0: I remember yeah. that. They also used to have little storefront things, didn't they? In like strip malls, did they? Maybe that ticket was a Master? Houston thing.
1: Yeah, I don't think they did in in DFW. It was all at like Dillard's or Foley's or whatever.
0: <laughs> Foley's. <laughs> oh no, shit. Are there still Foley's? No. Foley's F-
1: got bought by Macy's, I think. That's a shame. Um, but right? yeah, they're all going down. <laughs> 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 I mean, and Amazon takes them down. And so now, now that the the show is creeping up, and we're trying to figure out who all is going to be in our our traveling party to go to the show. Yeah, who's going? Well, I mean, I, I'm thinking that you, unless you flake.
0: No, I'm going. You and me. Sucks. It's on a
1: Tuesday, though. I know. It sucks. Going. It's on a Tuesday. Uh, I don't know if, if Marissa wants to go. Why would she not she's want a, to go? She's a wild card because sometimes she's really into the random show that I drag her to. And other times when it's on a Tuesday, she's like, ah, I'd rather not.
0: And I forget she's like yeah, turning she has, 30 she has, this she year. She has like a
1: real job oh. and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, she is on the fence. Um, Dale is on the fence. I think uh, uh, Taylor Young is on the fence. Did you ask but Craig? I haven't heard back from Craig. I don't know if he's calling. <laughs> that means he's not going. Yeah. But I was Craig. I got defeated because I was I was looking just to see, like perhaps like I have four tickets. You could only buy four per night. And I only I bought four for the first night. I figured better to go the first night than the second night. Although no, I No, I think you're totally right. I think, you know, I mean, I guess the second night they could get the sound dialed in, but I feel like you're going to get the better set list the first night. You have the energy the first night, better sound the second night. Right. So I went for the first night, and so you could buy maximum of four tickets per show. So I only bought four tickets for the first show. And I can't remember what the face value was, but, you know, so I bought the floor tickets. And so I was looking just in case, like say that we had like a, a, uh, an odd number, like we had five people that wanted to go. Could I buy just a, a stray pit ticket? And it's pretty much what I paid. So I, uh, okay. I didn't need to stand in line for all that time. Okay.
0: Man, we need to figure that out. Yeah, we
1: do need to figure out who's going. But it, it will be fun, particularly because of the Jesus and Mary Chain opener. I know that as we've established, we've both seen them multiple times.
0: This would be something that I would think that I would go for Jesus and Mary Chain and go for half of Nine Inch Nails. But I haven't seen Nine Inch Nails. I've
1: never seen them.
0: Since whenever that was. Right.
1: You you saw them open up for Peter, Peter Murphy. Murphy. I have never seen them. So you so, we got to do it. Yeah. And
0: you know they're going to do something, especially if... If he invited Jesus and Mary Chain to be the opener, he's got he a knows, plan. Yeah, oh, he yeah. knows
1: how loud and crazy they're going to be. So he knows that he has to top that. He's got to sell this thing. Yeah. So it's going to be worth I'm, it. I'm avoiding, I don't want to watch videos. I, You know, I, like I said, I looked at set lists just to get an idea of kind of where he's drawing from on this tour. But I don't, I, I, I want to go in as blind as possible. Because I don't know what to expect from a Nine Inch Nails show. And I want to be surprised. I want to be excited. You know, like I said, it's not my favorite band in the world. But I do think that it's going to be, especially to see it up close in the pit, I think it's going to be a great experience.
0: It's going to be awesome. And they'll be, um, like you said, you've been there, right? Yeah. So how does it feel like when you're on the floor... Is there, like, an escape... Like, is there... You know how, like, if you're at Granada and everyone's kind of in the... where the standing thing is, right. there's a place in the back...
1: Like, what, how does it feel? Well, the only other time that I remember being down low was they had seats. So I haven't been when it was just open GA Oh, pit. okay. So I don't know what that's going to be like. But the good thing about that place is you have to, everybody files in on the left-hand side of the house. And so there are bars and everything on the left-hand side. But once you get into the room, there's also a bar on the right-hand side as you're looking at the stage. Okay. So, and there's not as many people over on that side. And it's huge. So you could very easily just duck out to the side and you can still see the stage. But you can, uh, you know, grab a drink. You can, right. you can uh, stand okay. at like that's a good. standing table, and it's that you can have breathing room, and then you can go back into sure. the pit if you want to. But that's yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think I think it will be uh, optimal viewing for us. I think we will be able to uh, get close when we want to and get some air when we need to.
0: Excellent. I'm I'm happy about the walk, the nine inch nails walk that you've taken us on this evening.
1: Yeah, I I mean. Again, I'm not a super fan, but I do, I do think that Trent Reznor is a genius. Obviously, he's a genius, he's a genius seventy million times over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, and not just because I look like his retarded older brother. <laughs>
0: you, you do not. You just look like him. Is he Detroit or Chicago?
1: Where is he from? I don't even know. I always thought Detroit. He was born in Pennsylvania, but I think he grew up in Cleveland. <laughs> Where'd you get this bed music? Man,
0: I'm so awful on all that. I made it.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: It's called F minor.
1: Did you make this uh-huh. bed music? Really? Did you make it? Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. It's perfect. Thanks. It's got a weird thing because the the melody is swing, and then but you hear a straight.
0: The drum seems you know, yeah. straight. Yeah. No,
1: it fucks me up so much, but it's at the same time it's calming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I dig, I dig it, Toby. Thank you. Sir. Nice job. Thank you. All right, so let's switch it up. Let's uh, let's leave Trent Reznor and his seventy million dollars. He's doing great, and we're about to go see him. Yeah, we're about to go see him. We're about to give him more money, uh, but we are going to uh, thank him. For bringing Jesus and Mary Chain along for the ride, and we are going to listen to one more Jesus and Mary Chain song.
0: Yeah, and not
1: it, a, it's not a uh, I guess a latter day as in since they reunited, but it is latter day as in this is from one of their last records before they broke up the first time around.
0: Yeah, it was tough, uh, to pick all the songs, and there's no way I could leave this one out. That's what this is about.
1: This, this I mean, is, I could have. This picked, is your favorite jam of all time.
0: It could have. I could have picked a newer song, but I mean, come on.
1: You got to do what you like. Buddy. You
0: got to do what you like. The singer is somebody I might hit on at some point for a theme, right? The second singer, the, right. in the duet, which I think the that Mazzie, they had a relationship. The Mazzy Star half. Yeah, uh, uh, Hope Sandoval. Hope, and I think that her and
1: Jim had a relationship. I think you're Does right. Does that sound right? Sure.
0: Um, I hope they did. It just
1: it's kinda cooler it's if they did. wishful can. thinking. Yeah, so this is kind of off their uh Americana tinged record, stoned and dethroned from ninety okay. four. Yeah, so their their last record before they broke up was uh in ninety-eight called Monkey. Monkey. And then they didn't put anything out until uh Damage and Joy came out last year in twenty seventeen. Yeah. But this is from ninety-four stoned and dethroned uh stoned dethroned also um had the uh uh what was the hot tune off of this one um oh there wasn't never mind there wasn't another single on this i think this this was the this was the tune off of this record
0: this gotta be the poppiest number they have
1: yeah and the they do a number of duets and the duet really softens their edge and makes them more accessible. <laughs>
0: yeah, it does. Let's go ahead and listen to it. Those Their two voices go so well together. I'm sure Mazzy Starr and Jesus and Mary Chain hopefully have toured at some point together and if not, they need to make that happen because they work so well together. But let's listen to Sometimes Always by The Jesus and Mary Chain
1: with The Hope Sandoval from the Stoned and Dethroned. From the Stoned and Dethroned. On the HTWOW podcast. Hashtag HTWOW.
0: Does that one make you feel um, warm and fuzzy?
1: Wow, it makes me want to pop this last beer.
0: It obviously, makes you want to party.
1: Yeah, Hope Sandoval really—it's um, like you—you you feel like you're suckled you're, up to her breast. You're in a seems. safe. You're in a safe space. Yes, <laughs> you're in a very safe space with Hope Sandoval. <laughs>
0: Yeah. It's just, um, it's one of my favorites. It's one just, of my favorite songs of all time. Not even lovely. Jesus and Mary Jane. Favorite tune of all. I can't believe that a, a country artist hasn't, you know, because country people wouldn't know what that is. It's, it's like a perfect right. cover to take and no
1: one would know that it wasn't their For Trisha tune. Yearwood and Garth to do. <laughs> all right. Um, we're, we're about to wrap this bitch up. Rapid. From uh, Audio Styles in Dripping Springs, Texas, and we have a. Not only do we have a uh, a bonus voice on this podcast, but we also have a bonus brew. He bought a bonus. brew. Uh, yeah, I have a bonus brew. Yeah, I can't even read this because it's dark in here now. So right, what do what what you drink? What right. are we drinking? This is from uh, this is from Brazos Valley Brewing Company out of. Uh, uh, brenham texas uh mosaic pale ale and uh one of my one of my buddies in uh, a band called Darkbird from austin uh works for brazos valley and so i called him up today and i was like okay buddy what what's the best beer you got he's like well i'm gonna send this one over to you so this is the Willen pale ale it's w- not was this it's not Weilin. is it wyland I think it's willing. Well, what did he say? Because she's willing. Well, like she's well. He she's texted like, me, so I couldn't get She's hitchhiking, and she's like, she's willing to pay for her ride. Yeah, like it's, it's down two ninety. Yeah, no. two ninety. I mean, it, it's a it's very, it's a very hashtag yeah. Me Too artwork on the can. But do you think? You know, whatever.
0: I see it more as the, um, you know, when girls go for Halloween the. The strong arm... uh,
1: Yeah, it's kind of that... No, she's hitchhiking. She is hitchhiking. She's hitchhiking. She'll give you a blowy if you get her to (laughs) DFW. (laughs) You've really diminished (laughs) the willin'. Well, anyways. This is just going to put us over the edge. Yeah, but it's not super high. It's 6.2. No, it's 5.2. No, 5.2. Yeah, so you can enjoy the taste and not worry about the... I, I know. worry about the fog without your readers. Yeah, I know the fog. You know you mentioned like the six. readers
0: a lot and I haven't seen them. Do you bring them? I know, them? I
1: don't bring them. I they I have them at the house, but I need to start bringing them because I often in the podcast am forced to read really tiny type. What I,
0: are they? Are they just standard black rim?
1: Yeah, they I just bought them at the the drugstore like CVS or Walgreens or something.
0: Do they magnet over your nose
1: like? <laughs> no. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, no, no. They they don't have a strap. <laughs> they don't go around my neck. <laughs> they don't and, they go do, around they, and they don't have magnets that snap <laughs> over the bridge of my nose. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. I think they may. I think that's a good look anyway. I don't mind. The- I mean, what Who? What am I trying to prove? I've got nothing left to prove. I know I'm a dork. <laughs> you are <a> dork. <laughs> I, I am who I am.
2: I can Accept
1: me, me or don't. But, but you I, have. But floor I'm a seats. lot younger. Yes, but I have four seats to nine-inch nails, so suck it. You do yeah. have four
0: seats to nine-inch nails. Are you gonna get a shirt? No. I don't know. No. What's the age where you decide that no shirts? I would say well, you that know that's past when, high school. When I uh, when I went, no, to, dude, uh, I'm still
1: getting a shirt now. I don't care. You it do. Dep- it depends. Oh yeah, man. It, it depends because you know you can't have too many good T-shirts. Because you always have shirts that you have to retire because they're threadbare or you're too fat or whatever. Yeah,
0: but I swear you get to a certain age and you just don't want to carry
1: stuff. Yeah, no, but but, but see, the quality of the shirt also matters, too. Like, if you look at the shirt and you're like, well, that's a quality shirt. Right. You know? if, it's a, if it's a comfortable, yeah. if it's a poly blend, <laughs> if it's very comfortable I against wish your people skin. people could see what you're doing with your fingers. <laughs> yeah, rather. that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I will buy a shirt from time to time if I like the design and if I if it's a comfortable shirt. Yeah, and I did, I made a mistake, I made a mistake when I saw Jesus and Mary Chain at the Denton Fairgrounds. I bought a Psycho Candy shirt because they had the uh, you know just the album art. Sure, just a black sh- black T-shirt with the Psycho Candy album art, and I bought it too small. Oh. <sighs> It's but tough it's to good, give it a try. on. yeah, because it's also a bummer when you buy it too big too. You right. It, you, it's you you it's just hard ne- to, it's hard to know. You just never know like because I am not only do I uh, fluctuate like just weight wise, but I also fluctuate size wise depending on the shirt. Like sometimes totally. Sometimes I can wear a large, most of the time I wear an extra large. And sometimes I will wear a double X, brow Depending on if it's it just like depends. A, it depends on how many uh, chalupas I've had, and or in the style of the and shirt the, style too. Of the cut of the yeah, shirt yeah. and all that. Like I can wear I can wear a medium sometimes, but it's usually a large. But sometimes if the shirt is, you know, not built right, sometimes it's a fucking I, extra large. Like an H and
0: M will throw like a well, they'll eight, go a size down. Yeah, yeah. I don't.
1: I don't. That's like euro sizes. I don't I don't it's it's really hard to tell at a concert. You can't just like oh, let me just try this shit on right? you know. But I, I can't remember if the if the psychocandy shirt is a large or an extra large. If I maybe was like feeling extra confident and like, yeah, i really I really need to buy the skinny shirt and sure. I bought a large. <laughs> if it's too small, bro, I, send it to me. You yeah. were back
0: in Denton and yeah. you were like, I'm doing yeah, this. I'm yeah, I'm doing yeah.
1: it. <laughs> I, oh, can, I can get, I can get back into a large yeah, so one. I need to gift that to one of you guys. Yeah, please oh, send man. send it to me. I'd
0: love that. Um, man, that's great. I I, I keep thinking if the, when's the last time I bought a shirt or anything like a. Uh, when was the last time you bought anything? <laughs> like uh, like a um, you know, I like would a buy poster, something dumb like, like a, a vinyl. S- I would still, you know, like we've been asking I mean, I, I for do the do scarves. Definitely I definitely buy record. a scarf,
1: but I do like to. I, I do like to when I see a band, especially if I see them at a smaller venue like a Granada or something like that, or even a, like a Bomb Factory. I do like to buy a vinyl from the merch table or a T-shirt or whatever because I know that that money is going right to the band. Yeah, when we that saw Swerve true. Driver, that's right. When when you and I saw Swerve Driver at Club Dada, did right. you buy the vinyl that night? Yeah, I did. Yeah, same, same with me. I stood in line and got it. Got the got the signatures and all that. Right, I was like, yeah. oh, this is awesome. This is something that I'll remember. Yeah. So, yeah. Part of it is that, you know, it's a, it's a memory and it's, you know, a part of the experience of seeing them live. But I also just like knowing that that money is... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. There, there's there's not a lot true. of skimming yeah. off the top of that yeah, one. They're taking that, that That's 20 true. bucks That's and even... putting right in the pocket. <laughs> Are we going to play some head-on and get out of here? <laughs> no.
0: Have you ever thought about this, that we finish our podcast, you know how we have our theme music? Right. Um, We just stopped. Oh, because I was getting ready for the jam. Um, If we just finished it with that, um, who's, uh, what's the name of Stevie, uh, the Vaughn brother, what was his band? The Fabulous Thunderbirds? Jimmy Vaughn. What if we wrapped it up with... rap? it in! Wrap Wrap, wrap, uh, wrap, wrap it up. There is no bigger ass it.
2: beat than no,
0: But that should Jimmy be the Vaughan. end of all no. of our shows. No, It's I, the
1: wrap it up from I The Fabulous quit. Thunderbird. Wrap it up. If you want to do that, that's fine, but I quit. What if I snuck that in one time? Especially when they hit the spot. It's not even wrap it up, is it? Is that is that what he says? Yeah, he says
0: wrap it up and I'll take it. Wrap Rap, uh. rap. rap-
1: out. And play head on and let's go. That's some messed up shit right there. <laughs> that is some messed up Start the jams By the way, by the way, uh not not, you know, I mean cut this out, but I do I do have I do have uh, new logos to show you. You have new logos for the HTML? Wow? I have HTWOW logos to show you. i would say about the last of...
0: 10 minutes and been cut out.
1: Yeah, it'll be fine.
0: Um this is a much easier fade-in for this jam at the end. Are you ready? Yeah. Tatch, you're going to have to sing at the end. Show me how you do it. Man, maybe, you have play, to be a,
1: maybe play a song I
0: know. You have to be a part of it. Did you feel good about your first HTWOW experience? I live? did.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank Yay! you so much. Everybody give a gold Garden Taylor. Thanks hashtag Audio Styles. Thanks to Audio yeah. Thanks to
0: Dripping Spring. Thanks to Hamilton Pool. Thanks yeah. to Hashtag.
1: <laughs> and honestly, the reason why Toby is here is because he's producing the new Shadows of Jets yeah, record. We're recording
0: guitars for the
1: next yeah. two days. We got wow. guitars two days tomorrow and the next day.
0: Here we go. Rap. Rap, rap it up. Rap, 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 wrap it up. And I'll dig it.
1: Yeah. Right. yeah. That's right. Yeah. This is a good spot. That sounds right.
2: All right.
3: Thank you, dripping springs.
1: We love you. Thank you for listening to HQL number 17, November 2018. Live from Taylor Tatch's audio styles which cannot be found on the interwebs as of yet, but I'm sure at some point it's like it Green Acre. It, it's only for those of you. At some point you will be able to book sessions online.
3: I
0: feel another breakdown. Do
3: you feel it? Yeah I do. Hold on.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I just go out to the hill country And I I find myself And I just think I wish I could do a podcast out right
1: there And here I am. We hope you guys have a uh, wonderful Thanksgiving A blessed holiday season and if you go to the Jesus and Mary's name, uh, Nightingale show Hit us up! Let's have a beer together!